0: I'm your host, Millie Mills. Another great edition of Bring It In The House, where we spotlight musicians, entertainers, artists, and leaders. And of course, we have a beautiful leader in the house, entrepreneur, Dallas-based professional photographer and videographer, Priscilla De Silva. Wow.
1: Thank you. How are you? I am doing great. How are you?
0: I am great. First of all, I always thank my guests for stopping by because I know time is of essence and it's very important. So for you to take time out to speak with us, we're so thankful. We really appreciate it. Now, Priscilla, you and my daughter, you guys go back a ways. Y'all went to high school together, Carpell High School, correct?
1: Mm. Yes, we did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So are you a Dallas native? Were you born there?
1: Yes, I was born in Dallas. It's always anticlimactic when someone says, you know, you look different. Like, what is your ethnicity? And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm half Mexican, half Brazilian. And they're always like, oh, what country were you born in? And I'm like, oh, Irving, Texas. (laughs) 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 But yeah, Paupel is where I grew up. And that's where your daughter, Ramil. Yes.
0: Yes. It's probably your parents who may have been born in another country or something. Correct. Correct. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, Priscilla, you have gotten off to a great start being so young, um, you know, and you already have your career intact. So was it in um, high school at Capel High School where you, you know, learned that, hey, this is what I want to do. I have an eye for photography or was it earlier on?
1: Yeah, so it did start in film school I, or I'm sorry, I shouldn't say film school, high school. So, Basically, um, actually, middle school, my dad got got me a, like, a small handheld camera. It was like a Canon camera, and I started documenting, like, everything. Like, every time my friends hung out, I documented everything. Um, and it was just started as silly videos, and then it turned into, like, stop motion. Like, I would take a bunch of pictures and make it into a video. So, just him giving me that camera turned into like, when I was in high school, my older sister, one of her good friends was in the film crew and it made me want to be a part of it. But like, looking back, I had no idea like what world I was about to open. Cause once Mm -hmm. I joined the film crew in high school, like my whole world, like at that point I was like, this is my purpose. This is what I'm supposed to do with my life. I'm supposed to be a filmmaker. And essentially, I fell in love with film i became a part of a bunch of film projects and then it made me the high school foundation set me up to go to film school and so what ended up happening was i in film school i was taking photography classes so it was i kind of trying to explain to people like film was my first passion and then photography became like oh wow like i started having so much respect and love and admiration for like um a still image versus like a moving image and how much more sometimes like you can speak volumes when it's just a still image. And I was using my film career in my photography and that's kind of how I have ended up being more of like a documentary photographer. Like I really try to capture candid moments and mm-hmm. it's because of my background in film.
0: Wow. Amazing. So I, we have some pictures here of some of your work and we also have a couple of video clips to uh, Mm -hmm. let everybody see how brilliant you are. So Mm -hmm. I just want to share with the the viewers. Here's some of your slides that I was able to. Oh yeah. um, I love
1: it. Oh,
0: there's Ramil. You did hers.
1: Yes. Yes. being a photographer in Dallas.
0: Amazing, amazing work. Yes. I was really impressed with that right there. I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty cool here. Um, that's, uh, oh yeah. That's you holding your camera.
1: Yes.
0: That's another picture yeah. of her And yeah. that I, I thought that was just like, wow, this is really, let me remove the banner so people can see those better. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that's really neat right there.
1: I was like, yeah. Oh. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Wow. <laughs> it's crazy how much I've gotten into maternity. I like that is now when people ask me like, what do you love doing the most? I say maternity. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, maternity is your
0: best, your
1: favorite. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's kind of crazy because I've never been pregnant myself or had kids but I my best Mm -hmm. friend has and it Mm -hmm. was really close to her like throughout her whole like she's had two kids now so both her pregnancies and she's also a doula so being close to someone in the maternity world like it made me have so much more appreciation and value to it it really yes reminds you about like the full circle of life and how we were all children at one point we were all in our mother's belly and it just it's something to me that's just so timeless. Like, this is such a uh, fleeting moment of a woman's life. And I feel so special to document such a rare time. Like, you know, there's so many moms that are like, you try to ask them, like, how was, uh, how was I when I was in your belly, you know? And they Mm -hmm. don't remember as much as they remember like your childhood. It's, it's just such a short, precious time. But of course, when you're in it, it feels like forever.
0: Eternity. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I just and want to document it.
0: It's great that you're able to capture those moments. That's really beautiful. Yes. So <clears throat> we definitely need more of that and more um, talent like yourself that, you know, have that type eye that can capture that. Yeah. And I was really impressed. This was my favorite right here. Like, yeah. This was a Mavericks at a Mavericks game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, an old photo. Um, okay. so yeah, but this was just an example of me just, um, taking pictures when I hang out with my friends.
0: Yeah. I love the color in that, you know, <clears throat> I know that's Dallas, the American Airlines center, in yes. Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful work, Beautiful work. So do you, I'm, this is a redundant question, but I have to ask, do you love what you do?
1: <laughs> yes, I do love what I do. I love what I do so much that it doesn't feel like work. I feel like one of the lucky ones, someone that just happens to love what they do. I, I don't take it lightly that not a lot of people feel this way. I know yeah. that. And um, it feels, yeah, just like one of the lucky ones. For
0: yes. sure. yeah. Yes. yeah. And so you, <clears throat> excuse me, I have something to throw here you, you recognize that it is an honor and a privilege to wake up and be able, you know, career wise to do what is in your heart, you know, to do and what you set out to do. So that is, that's wonderful cause so many of us don't, we don't get that opportunity. And and as, as the same time, you're serving others while you're doing what you love.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a (laughs) Mm -hmm. win-win for sure. Yeah, absolutely that is beautiful
0: so you studied at university of texas at arlington correct
1: correct correct Um, what was really nice about film school is they kind of force you to take all art fundamentals so i had to take like a clay making class an oil painting class 2d 2d design 3d design um it basically they're trying to give you just like a framework of all the art fundamentals and the idea is you know if you didn't know you were passionate about something like you'll know now and then also every single class like tied into your like to your major so like even though i was a film major and i was taking like oil painting like it made me see color in a way i've never seen before and i think people can recognize like color theory and film really easily. Like people will be like, oh, they're doing red because that means like they're bad or whatever. And But there's color theory in photography too. So I felt like I was really getting like a, a full circle of education, I guess. Like they were covering all the bases and I really, it helped narrow like the way I view the world, I guess. Those right. are, so yeah. Right, Thank and then,
0: <clears throat> what is the name of your uh, company?
1: So I I go by Positive Pre photos. Mm -hmm. Um, I named myself that because I'm kind of abnormally positive, and I try to tell people like it's just always been my personality. I've just always been like this, and so um, Positive Pre has always been my nickname, and so it felt fitting to make it my Mm -hmm. brand name because like that is my brand. I'm. Mm -hmm. It's not like a facade. I just like it's just this is who I am. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's just who you are. Yes. We have your, your website right there. Is that it? Yes. Yes. Positive. Yes. And we're going to take a look now at your, um, this is like a reel that I got from your YouTube channel and it's like an introduction of your work. So let's, um, everybody stand by so we can see the beautiful, uh, work of Priscilla one moment.
1: i love that beautiful thank work yes. thank you i need to make a new one that one's from 2019 so it's time to show the world my my progress since then but i i love that video thank you for showing that yes
0: it's very beautiful how how long did it take you guys to put it together
1: so that video was actually a compilation of like a bunch of small separate different videos but it's basically like um when i uh one of my first jobs out of college was working at uh this hair salon called the mermaid Ceylon. and essentially that's where um, i worked for a very creative boss her name is katie rogers and she challenged me in all the best ways she challenged mm-hmm. me to be better um at my craft you know it's funny she hired me as a photographer and then i want to say like a couple months in I had to like remind her like yeah i'm I'm a film major too and she was like so you can do videos and i was like yeah and she was like okay let's do videos and i was like okay and then it just kind of grew from there then she was kind of like wow i had no idea that you do photos and videos and then it was kind of just like every month she kind of challenged me with something else like can we do this can we do this and i really do give her a lot of credit for like starting my career you know like obviously i did the work but um she was a really good first boss to have
0: oh well, yeah. that's really good yeah. that's really good those challenges that that's what pushes us to that next level yeah. so yeah. That's, yeah that's wonderful i like hearing those stories and those testimonies you know yeah, yeah. yeah. so also this is a clip that you shared with me um when you sent it to me from your YouTube channel, and I was just so impressed, guys. This is national network quality to my, to you know, these are my views. This is how I feel. Everybody, let's look, let's turn your eyes over to the beautiful work of Priscilla DeSelva. One moment while we get this going. All
1: right. What do we need to do for these young kids who are here uh, who need some certainty in terms of direction? Progressives
0: are still angry. The deal to end the government shutdown did not include a resolution for DACA recipients. Uh, I think the parties definitely can work together when it comes to DACA
1: because it's not going to benefit either party for us to lose that program. When it comes to immigration issues, I think people in this country, no matter what political affiliation they are, want to fix a broken immigration system. Real people Mm -hmm.
0: who are dreamers who are on... Pins and needles, stress, anxiety
1: over what their future is. Now, these are young people who study in our schools, they play in our neighborhoods, they're friends with our kids, they pledge allegiance to our flag. They are Americans in their heart, in their minds, in every single way but one on paper.
0: to come to United States because we were just little. I was 12 and my brother was 10. My parents were arguing. Um, At the time, we didn't know what the argument was, but when my mom hung up the phone, she said that we were going to the U.S. We
1: were having economic problems. Things were a little shaky between them, and so he just wanted us to come over with him. I'm the oldest of four. I was the only one born in Mexico. And my parents and I just uh, took a long vacation because we're still technically on vacation. We overstayed our visa for 21 years now. When you're in America, like you're with like Americans and then you don't feel you're a part of America. And then when you're with the native in your country, like for us, it'd be Koreans. When you're with Koreans, you feel like you're not completely fitting in there either. So it's like you're in this like middle ground first time I realized I didn't have social was when I was 12. My mom was recently single. I felt the need to help, help provide something, right? One of my
0: high school teachers recommended me to get an intern into this uh,
1: hospital. I went to different places to like try to find work. I did find a place. They did ask for all my information, some sort of ID, uh, my Social Security, which I did not Know what it was? I was like, oh, okay, just some paperwork that they needed.
0: He asked me, oh, like all I need is your social security number and
1: um, all your information. I thought my mom might know, and she knew what it was. She just knew I didn't have one. That's when I kind of find out that I'm not eligible to work in the United States. I was like, so how do you get it? You know, where do you get it? She's like, uh, you, you can't. You just simply can't. Describe the moment when. You-
0: that is beautiful yes (laughs)
1: thank you for showing that
0: you're very welcome i know that's a compilation of a lot of uh, clips whatever um so can you elaborate on how you put that together how did that come about
1: yes so in film school my senior year um everyone has to take a class called narrative film and that's where you're supposed to make your first like scripted film where you like get actors and write your own script um, and make a narrative. But I actually was the only one in my class that pitched to my professor, like, you know, I don't really see myself doing narrative films. I feel way more passionate about documentary, um, about about documentaries. Um, And I basically had to pitch to myself, myself to him that, like, I should be able to make this for my, my senior thesis, even though, you know, basically what I saw for my future wasn't what like my um, my classmates and so basically uh, being that I have immigrant parents, I've never taken it for granted that I'm born in the United States um, you know growing up as a child I would go to Mexico and Brazil and I'd come back home and I'd feel very, thankful to be in the United States. I remember, you know, in Mexico, there's no AC, it's cold showers, it's really hot. You can't drink the water from the sink. You gotta drink either water bottles or um, from the water um, bottle machine or whatever. Um, you know, in Brazil, obviously Brazil is a beautiful place, but as a little girl, I I kind of just saw it more for its poverty, which is um, interesting. Cause you would think like maybe as a child you'd be like, oh, it's so much prettier here. But for me, I was just kind of like, again, every time I went to Brazil and slept in my grandma's, I got like bitten by a bunch of mosquitoes. They have to sleep with yeah. nets around their bed. It's just a different lifestyle. And so I can't, I would always come back and try to explain to my friends, like, we are so lucky to live here. And so I've always had this underlying sense of like, people don't understand how lucky we are to be born in the United States how much easier it is for us as a United States citizen to like travel to other countries. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that, uh, whenever president Obama created DACA, which is deferred action for childhood arrival. So he made a program for all these kids that basically they were too young when they came and they crossed the border. So in their minds, they were, you could ask them where they were born and they thought it was the United States or for some of them, maybe they knew they weren't born in the United States, but they didn't think anything of it. They were like, but I'm an American, you know? And it wasn't until they first, like a lot of these kids, it wasn't until they got their first job that they realized like they would go to their parents and be like, hey, where's my social? And the parents would be like, yeah, I haven't explained this to you yet, but like, you're actually not legal. And it's a very, that's why I wanted to make this film because when President Obama created this program, he gave all these kids like, another option all of a sudden they went from like who am i confused like you know they don't really they feel like america's their home they don't necessarily feel like the country that they're from is their home and he gave them a way to live life here in america and it it, it's just a very confusing taboo subject you know a lot of people are you know it was a conflict because some people were like, you know, the kids have to face the consequences of what their parents did, right? Because mm-hmm. what their parents did was technically illegal. Um, or do we treat these kids innocently because they didn't know? They were too young, you know, they're, most of them are under 10 years old when they came. And so mm-hmm. I guess being in my unique situation of having immigrant parents, but the privilege of being born in the United States, I wanted to tell these people's stories so that um, people would just understand. And that was the goal of the film. Um, I didn't want to sway anyone. I just wanted Mm -hmm. to, and that was like a really big pivotal moment for me in my career, or like, I guess the beginning, because, um, I guess it, that film showed me what I was capable of.
0: Yes. Yes. That's, you know, so far, I mean, I would say that's your best work. Yeah. would you say that, Would you say, yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. As far as film and video goes. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure.
0: Yes, yes, it's it's very heartfelt, and I can see your passion. I can see the passion in in your, you know, in your eyes, and I could feel it watching the video. Even though I had not spoken to you yet about the the film, I could feel your heart in it. I really could. Yeah. Could you repeat one thing so that Americans can hear this again? <laughs> <laughs> you said we're well blessed or yeah or fortunate or some way to live here yeah
1: it's the word i use is privilege Privilege. and i know right now sometimes it can feel that privilege has become like a almost like a derogatory uh slang word i think some people misinterpret it that way Mm -hmm. i think it's just like the word ignorant right like If you call someone ignorant in your tone of voice, it can sound like you're calling them stupid. But at the end of the day, ignorance is not calling someone stupid. It just means they don't know, have access to information. And Mm -hmm. unfortunately, that's what happens with a lot of immigrants. Like they're coming here for a better life, but they don't know all of our laws. They don't know everything. To them, they're just escaping a to them, just not a safe world. And they want to come to a safe place um, oh,
0: something better.
1: Yeah. And I just happen to carry a very unique perspective on the whole topic because mm-hmm. I have immigrant parents. So there was a time in my life where when I heard people speak about immigrants in a negative light, I was right. always thinking, but do you like me? You know, I would kind of challenge my friends and be like, well, do you like me? Like, are you glad that we're friends? And they'd be like, yeah, of course. And I'd be like, okay, well, I would never be here if it wasn't for the united states allowing immigrants i would never be here i would i'd be a completely different person if i was born in mexico or brazil and whenever i realized that it was it's kind of been my life mission if i would say if there's something i'm really passionate about besides yeah. career it's like immigration and just kind of educating people on just how hard it is to become a u.s citizen People don't know, you don't know unless you know someone. And I guess I'm just that person that's trying to bridge that gap.
0: That's it. That's it. Exactly. As yeah. you can see, I get teary eyes from when you're talking.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because, um, I don't think sometimes we do look at, um, what you just said, you know, well, if you like me, you know, Hey, I wouldn't be here. You know, that, that was touching because yeah, yeah. yeah I get it. I really do. I
1: get it. most, um, heated topics or just any topic, whether it be like cancer, um, people don't care until they know someone, you know, um, I say that about death as well. It It has to hit home. Yes. Yes. You know, um, I'd say another reason why I love documenting is like, well, one, I come from a broken family. And two, I lost a best friend at 21 years old and it really aged me and matured me. I like, I spoke at my best friend's funeral at 21 years old oh, wow. and I was forever changed. I looked at the world differently. I kept thinking, you know, everyone's taking everything for granted. Everyone thinks that the, the life is long and, and, and don't get me wrong. I do love to believe that life is long. Life is fruitful, but also life is short and life is fleeting. Fleeting. Yeah, and, and how, I so going back to like why I love maternity so much, you know, I had a client recently that was like, you know, I've seen that you've taken pictures of maternity women without clothes on, like, you know, like their bare belly. She was like, um, I don't personally want to do that, but uh, I'm just letting you know, you know? And I was so thankful that I've uh, had enough along career to be able to say this to her. And basically what I said was, look, um, I totally respect that. You know, every woman is different. Um, I said, but do you plan on having a lot of children? And she was like, probably like one more. And I said, okay. I said, one day this child in your belly is going to have a name and kid can be growing. And, And there will be a day where you reflect and think, wow, at one point this baby was just in my belly. Like at one point there was a beginning to all of this. And I said, we do not have to take pictures of you like showing your belly skin. I said, but if for some reason you change your mind, I just want you to know that we could do it at the end of the session. We could do it for five minutes. And only person that'll see this photo is me, you, and your husband. And the reason why I'm telling you this is like, this: these photos are for you. These photos are one day you're gonna be gray <laughs> And you're going to say, wow, my body's incredible because I feel that's always how it goes when they're yes. really hard on themselves. And then yes. like, I know my mom looks at pictures of herself younger and she's like, I, I wish I wasn't so hard on myself. That's when I looked the best. And yeah. I, I, guess I feel that my role is to remind people like l- let's document this season in your life because it's, it's temporary mm-hmm. and remember it forever, you know? But it's, it's really, I have to handle it with grace, you know, because mm-hmm. I have to respect everyone's differences and whatnot, but there's a part of me that's like, your belly's never gonna look like this ever again. Like, ever again. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know? just embrace it, just embrace it. But of course everyone has their own like life experiences shaping the way they view themselves, you know? And so mm-hmm. I try to be that person that bridges the gap. That's like, let's remember what's important. Let's remember, like I, I think the the most serendipitous part of my job is that when i give people their photos that's not the most special part for me it's like the years later that's the most special part. it's wow. the wow pre wait my kids 5 years old now and you've been documenting them since birth and wow like you like that's when my photos have value it's when time has passed and that's what makes my career so special and whether in photography or video is like i'm i'm documenting a moment in time forever.
0: That's yes. amazing. Yes. And I'm, I just wanna say congratulations on all your success. I know Thank time you. is running out, but um, any announcements or anything you wanna share before we wrap, start to wrap things up?
1: Um, just that I wanna let people know that um, I love being a photographer, I love documenting, I love documenting candid moments. Um, and that I, in the next year, and actually not even just in the next year for the rest of my future, I am planning on devoting more time into my documentary, uh, passion. And so I just want people to know, to be on the lookout for that, that I'm going to start honing in and tuning into that, to that inner voice. That's like, you're a storyteller. And so I guess to just be looking for, for my newest post on when I, when I give more information on that.
0: Yes. We're going to start seeing more of your work yes. guys. Remember her name. Remember her name, <laughs> Priscilla De Silva. She's yes. Dallas based professional photographer, videographer. She's super talented. Here are some of her. If you want to follow her on social media, I got the scoop here for you. There she is on Instagram and that's her website. I might want to notate that. Yes. Okay. All right. Also here's Facebook. That's her Facebook page. Okay. Perfect. And then here's, um, oops, I was trying to do your YouTube. Yes. I see YouTube channel. I mean, this is a young lady that's on the rise. I won't be surprised years down the road. If you receive an Academy award for your work for production work, I'm serious. I would not be surprised. Ladies and gentlemen, we are so thankful to have the beautiful, talented entrepreneur, videographer, photographer, Priscilla De Silva with us. Thank you so much for coming and we love you. We just pray that you continue to have more success with your career and thanks so much for stopping by. And we we thank everyone for tuning in. Thanks so much for tuning in to Bring It In The House. Have a wonderful day.